0: Welcome everybody. Michael McIntyre here, your humble host here of the Next Level Podcast here at McIntyre. And listen, we've got a special treat for you today. I told you that we had some amazing guests lined up for our podcast. And uh, this is great. This is my first interview in I think about five, six, maybe seven weeks. So thank you so much, Brenda. Uh, I want to introduce her. And she's She's an amazing woman. We met first met at Next Level Experience. I'll tell you, Stacey and I are so blessed. Not only do we get to see the Holy Spirit live and in action on the front row seat, but God brings these amazing people. I mean, these gifted professional people in. I remember seeing Brenda the first time and I said, Man, there's something about you. I get it. And uh so we're just really honored and pleased to have this, this wonderful woman here. Uh, Brenda Parkins. And Brenda is an author, a new author, and she allowed me to write the forward of this book. Yes, that's awesome. So, Brenda, welcome to the Next Level Podcast, sister. You are truly next level. How are you doing?
1: Thank you so much. I am doing so well, and I'm excited to be here.
0: Yeah, well, we're excited to have you. So, you know, this this book, I remember... You know, it's funny because you can't, you and Mike came into next level experience and it's really cool because sometimes husbands and wife comes together and sometimes the wife goes first or the husband first, but it's really cool when, when the, both of you guys came in and, uh, yeah, you stood out. I mean, we had a big group. I think we had like, I don't know, 60, 70 people in that group and you, you really stood out and I don't know what it was, but, uh. You're a Texan, which I, I'm i always love Texans. <laughs> and so, and it's just, it was just really cool having you there. And I saw you over that three days really have major transformation. And one of the things that I saw is that fire got lit again in you, you know, that enthusiasm. And so as we got to know each other, you went through Leadership 300, which was really cool. And then you did MBA, the McIntyre Business Accelerator. And yeah. you and Mike did that together. And it was it was just so cool because you guys are like, man, you guys are just so impressive. Uh and we got to know you. And that's when this loud is not a language came out because you've been having this thing for a while. And it just kind of seven burst. So, years. Yeah. So tell us your background, tell us your story on this. Cause you got, you know, you're an educated woman. Uh, you've done really well. You've you've got amazing accomplishments, and I want to hear all about them, and our listeners do too. And but I think what's really cool is How that you that once you jumped into NLE, you went on to an acceleration like nobody's business.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I sure did. I finished in three months what it had taken. I had been trying to finish this book for seven years. And finished it in three months. So, yes, definitely was an acceleration. So, a 2016 backstory to "Loud is Not a Language." Um, right, it was October 2016, right before the Clinton-Trump presidential election. And Mike and I were at, we thought we were going to be at a small, intimate dinner. Ended up being about ten people at the table, and they were mostly business acquaintances, not people we knew really well. And somebody decided it'd be a really great idea to throw out politics, you know. And so somebody (laughs) said, um, so what do you think about our next woman president? And I mean, that's so the table was full of really strong Trump supporters and really strong Clinton supporters, both. And I was, li- I was sitting in the middle of the table and I, c- I couldn't speak. It was kind of like one of those out-of-body experiences where you're just right. kind of watching what's going on. I was watching people attack one another verbally. They're mm. accusing one another. Um, not only was their volume loud, their attitudes were a whole lot louder than their volume. Yeah. Um, and... And as I'm sitting there, it was like, I'm I'm looking just back and forth and back and forth thinking these are intelligent, successful business people, and they have no clue that what they are so passionate about, that they're wanting the other person to believe in, they're just pushing them further away. Mm-hmm. So as I'm watching this, literally, like I'm watching it from above, you know, like what is happening? Um this loud is not a language just drops in my head. Wow. And I had never, I mean, I had to stop and think what I didn't think it up, you know, like God dropped it in.
0: Wow. All right. So I, all right. I'm going to, I'm going to, I want to interrupt you because I, I want, cause that, that I love that. Okay. And that's the way I think the Holy spirit operates anyway, you know, especially if you're attuned to that, which you obviously are. So, all right. And uh, tell our audience a little bit about your Professional background.
1: Okay. So I'm a um, life and leadership coach, mediator, um, author, speaker. I've got so many things. I've I know done. you do.
0: It's all right.
1: <laughs> Academic language therapy. That was decades ago. You know, I mean, um, but
0: you went to, you did some SMU stuff. You did some TCU, TWI. Yes. I
1: did. I what did you study? At TWU, it was psychology, and okay. then it was the academic language therapy program at SMU. Wow, awesome. And, um, you know, some Wagner ministry stuff, and I'm a learner. I love to learn. I love nice. to learn. And so that's part, so this was one of the things, let me say this about NLE. I love to learn so much that. I can be so scattered in so many different directions Mm -hmm. with, oh, that shiny new thing I can do, learn, get a new skill certification, whatever. And NLE helped me bring all of that in to what what is in my heart? What is what is the thing God has put in my heart that he's saying in this season right now? that he wants me to do. And it just came back around one more time. Loud is not a language. Loud is not a language. been talking about this for seven years, you know? And so.
0: That's it. I love it. All right. So, all right. With loud is not a language. Okay. So you left MBA. You said, I'm determined to get this. You know, we're all about acceleration at McIntyre Business Accelerator, right? And so (laughs) you, uh, we turned you on to some publishing. Uh, I believe it was uh, Tall Pines Publishing, Rick Poe. Uh, or Nick Poe, rather. And um, yeah, so you started writing this thing, started getting this done. I I imagine you had a lot of notes from this. Yes,
1: I did have a lot of notes. And so one of the things that I love about Nick um, is that I, I was talking to several different publishing companies and he spoke what I had only thought and didn't, didn't actually put out there to anybody. But I said, I have so much information from over these seven years. I'm overwhelmed, but I know I have to write this. And he, what he said was exactly what I thought, but it never come out of my mouth. He said, you need to do a first book that is, a this is what it is, this is what it isn't, and here's what the method looks like. Beautiful. And then you can do another one for my big next one, I cannot wait. <laughs> loud is not a language for Christians. Ah, yes. And then loud is not a language for leaders and for marriages. So those, those are already awesome. um, going to be rolled out. But he he got it. You know, and alignment is such a big deal. He was so precious and he was so supportive. Um, even said, hey, you might want to pitch this to a traditional publishing company because this needs, our world needs to know how to do this thing. Absolutely and I was like, why would I go with anybody other than you who get my heart? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so, yeah, he's been a blessing. Tall Pine's been a blessing.
0: Well, they're amazing. And uh, Nick is truly incredible. And uh, I've sent, I don't know, a dozen people over there and uh, I can't wait uh, for this thing. I know it's you've got it already out on pre-sale for on Kindle, which is really cool. And then you have the actual books going to be on Amazon July 27th, I believe. Is that correct?
1: Yes, that's, that's right. Awesome. I'm so yes, excited. Too. I'm so
0: proud of you. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. So with this, loudest give us the premise of what loud is not a language because I love the title because, you know, a- as we know that, you know, everybody, you know, I mean, my gosh, we're going into the political season, right? I mean, it's going to be you know, scream fest, you know, it's going to
1: be fun. It's going
0: to be exciting. And the circus has started already. And and also, you know, with marriages. Yes. I mean, with, you know, sometimes, you know, Stacey and I have been married 38 years. Has it always been perfect? No. Have we screamed at each other? Yes. And does that make our (laughs) point better? No. (laughs) So tell us the premise of what, you know, what's, what's the heart, what's the meat and potatoes of loud is not a language?
1: loud is not a language is a, it's like a framework Mm. and it's a thought framework. It's a way of thinking differently about, about others, especially those that we don't share the same perspectives with Um, about conflict itself, because we get all worked up about conflict and there's probably not any reason to, I mean, when it really, all it is, is different perspectives that people hold because of life experiences they've had and because of things that they've believed about those life experiences. I mean, that's 100%. all it
0: is. That's it. I mean, and then people take their opinion as facts. Yes? Yes. And yes. so, yeah. And you know, one of the things that's so good, Brenda, because one of the things that that I've learned is that, you know, everybody has different backgrounds, different patterns. And You know, whether you're liberal or conservative, you know, and somebody says something or, you you know, or they're believers or not believers or they're Pentecost and you're Baptist. I mean, you know, it depends on your your pattern, your background and your come from. And I think if we looked at that and listen, truly listen, instead of coming back with our counterpoint immediately because we want to sound brilliant or we want to make our case or what have you, I think we'd be a lot better off. Yeah.
1: That's the absolute key. And that's the first step to the process is to listen. Yeah. And it's counterintuitive because when we have a message that we want to get across, we need to talk. We need to tell people. They need to oh, hear about oh, it. listen to you me, know? teach. <laughs> right. But when we live when we ask questions about where they're coming from and when when we listen, now this could be done manipulatively, you mm-hmm. know, and mm-hmm. it wouldn't it wouldn't work the same. But if we're genuinely Caring about other people, and we're authentic and wanting to hear their story. um I have never had it not be reciprocal, and it builds a trust bridge. Is what it does. It's it like builds. Ooh, this I like
0: that. I love that. that keeps trust bridge. the
1: relationship open, so that there's future influence.
0: I love that. I love, and you know, there's. I always like to point out platinum to our listeners because you know, trust bridge building that trust bridge. Man, that's good that's so good um so i've got here what is loud is not a language we got that and who all right so the listening i think is a key aspect and true listening instead of manipulative listening because aren't we taught i mean from grade school you know you need to have an answer right you know raise your hand you're rewarded if you have an answer Okay. Mm-hmm. You're not rewarded for listening. You're rewarding rewarded for putting your opinion or your answer or thinking it's the facts out there. And so if somebody's really truly, you know, listening, sometimes I know I've been guilty of this, you know, and you know, we've talked about this. You know, you go to somewhere and somebody's saying something and all you don't believe that you don't you think that's fake news or whatever the situation is. And you're you're like yeah right 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 you're just hurrying them up to get through because you want something to say so you can make yourself feel better yes
1: yes and the thing about loud is not a language part of that would just using that scenario that you just used is perfect because to to just instead of that come back instead of saying tell me more about why you
0: feel that way that's beautiful. You so, know, you ask and you a start question to hear their
1: story and they feel like you care. And if you're real, you do care.
0: Amen, sister.
1: Yeah.
0: Man, yeah, that's good. So, all right, um, man, I've got so much to say. All right. So tell me your journey with Jesus. My journey
1: with Jesus. Oh, well, OK. Uh, the, the brief of it is that I uh, up until 10 years old, I was in a very rules based church. Um, my parents divorced when I was 10 and I was a very good little girl that kept all the rules. Um, and then my parents divorced and we really didn't go to church until I I went with my mom and she was a believer. She was a hippie believer. (laughs) It was the 70s. So, um, she, um, I don't know. I I was around 15 when I started going to a a youth group with some friends and I started getting more of the Lord and understanding more about his spirit and uh, more about how we can actually hear from him. And um, so my, my journey, people always talk about their wild years and it's like, my wild years were miserable because I was so convicted every time I did something wrong oh, man. And, and, it, and it switched from a rules base to a, I know this is disappointing God, you know, right. uh, but yeah, my wow. my relationship really took a turn when I was 25 years old, there wow. was an incident where I got a glimpse into my heart that I did not like And from that point on, um, I have, as best as I know how, I have lived completely authentic. You like it or you don't like it. This is who you got.
0: Awesome. I love that. Uh, I love your husband, Mike. In fact, I had a call with him this morning. It was really cool. And uh, he's so funny. He just is. And (laughs) you know what I love is how much he loves you, you know? And he's not afraid, and you two are opposites. You know, I I love it when a husband and wife come in because you can spot it right away. You know, and because you're out there, you know, and he's he's all heart, and you're all you know, boom, 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 and I and I love that. And uh, so, tell me how how you and Mike met, and how long you've been married.
1: Oh my goodness, I don't even know if you know this story. I so, don't.
0: That's uh, I'm
1: <laughs> oh yes, so um, it's a crazy story. So this is our second marriage. We were both married before, and um, I never wanted to get married again. I had three children and was just very happy with me and my kids, and men could just go away. (laughs) And so um, I had no interest at all. I had a friend who bugged me for the first five weeks of this divorce recovery class at her church. You need to come. You need to come. You need to come. And I was like, I don't need to come. I'm fine. I just can't stand men, you know? <laughs> Nothing wrong with my heart. They're just all scum. I mean, really, that was where I was at. Um, and so finally, fifth weekend, I, oops, I think we made it frozen. Um,
0: no, you're okay. Fifth you're, good.
1: In, I'm okay you're good. In. Okay. I go. I finally, I'm like, fine, Ugh, I'll show up, you know? I went. And they have these like they show whatever the topic is, forgiveness or whatever, with everybody Mm -hmm. in the room. And then they put you in these tiny little groups of two or three Mm -hmm. to talk about it and to share your heart. Well, Mike happened to be in that group because he was supporting the teacher. He was there to he'd been out of a marriage for several years and he was there to support the the one who was leading it. And he got the ugly side of Brenda first. I mean, he, there were so many times that I would say, so we met in a divorce recovery class. How about that? Yeah. Now, how long, long ago that? was this?
0: How long ago uh, was it?
1: It was 28 years ago. Wow. We've been married 28
0: years. Wow. Yeah. All right. Now, did he have children? He had
1: two, has two. Okay. I had three. Wow. And then we had two together.
0: Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Praise yeah. Jesus. All right. So uh, how many grandchildren? 12. Oh my gosh. I only have three. I'm gonna. I want to. I want to have twelve. I want to have the dozen. I mean, why not? Come on. It's
1: wonderful. Yeah. Yes,
0: yes, yes. All right. I love that story. I love that. That's good. Um, uh, that's really good. Uh You know, I just love the way God brings people together. You know, it's truly. And your friend knew. I mean, your friend was Jesus hound for you in this thing. I mean, she really she was. She
1: did. She did. I didn't know till years later, but she was wanting me to meet Mike. Of course. Um,
0: of course. That's awesome. All right. So, all right. So. Tell me this on loud is not a language because I just think, you know, you've been working on this. I know you travel. I think you just got back from you were gone. I think. Did you go to Europe or where'd you go? I went to Israel. Israel. Okay. so tell me what happened when you were in Israel.
1: Oh, well, it was. I know you
0: got wrecked over there, didn't you?
1: I Yeah, you know, I thought I'd never been before. And so my thought was, wow, it's going to be amazing to be in the places where Jesus was and where he walked And mm-hmm. And it was. But here's the biggest thing about it, especially when I was on the Mount of Olives. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting up on the Mount of Olives, looking out over Jerusalem, reading the scripture about how he went down every morning to and taught in the temple and came back and lodged in the Mount of Olives. And I'm just seeing the path he would have taken, the gate he would have walked through all that. And all of a sudden it was like every word that he spoke to his disciples, they're still there. Wow. I mean, it was just, it was this, it was a supernatural encounter that was just like, Wow. It's not like this is where he was. It's like every word he spoke still hangs there. It's still there.
0: Man, I feel the Holy Spirit yeah. on that. That's awesome. it was it was
1: powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It was a beautiful, beautiful time.
0: I'm so glad. I know uh, we were corresponding a little bit, I think, when you were out of town. And uh yeah, uh what I love though, you you're you're one of these GSDs, right? You get stuff done, you know. And that's I think that's why I really was attracted to you at NLE. I thought. This shit gets stuff done.
1: Get done. I can
0: see that right now.
1: I was just getting way too much done in too many areas.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. And I think that's what I love. The NLE, it really focused you on the prize, you know. And and then when you got into MBA, you know, I mean, it was like, whoa. I mean, you got you went after it, you know, with both barrels, which was really cool and accelerated this out. So what? What is you know you you've got this book coming out, which is going to create a great buzz. It's going to be a bestseller. I know it is, and it's going to change lives, and it's going to help so many different people. Uh, are you and Mike going to hold some classes? What What's the game plan? Do you Do you have one, or are you just seeing what the Holy Spirit is going to throw at you?
1: I'm really seeing what the Holy Spirit has. Funny, two people have reached out to me today, just today, Come and on. asked if I had a podcast, <laughs> and I was like, Well, no. I don't, but that sounds fun, you know. So, I really don't know where it's going. I know that I care about everybody getting this message, but I care. M- my heart's grieved over the way the church communicates with the world, yeah. to a large extent, yeah, um, and where our our desire. What we say our desire is, is making Jesus known, but our actions say we really just want to make our opinions known. So true. And, um, and so my, my heart is that this will make an effect in the world, but it will make an effect in the kingdom of God.
0: I love that. And, and I, there's so much politics in church, right? And there's so much yeah. politics in politics. And so I think your book is so timely, especially with this election coming up. Uh, yeah. And I hear a lot of pastors want to start revival. You know, I mean, everybody thinks it's all going to start there. I think it's going to start when when all the churches come together and drop their pretense. There you go. Yeah. Be
1: real and love each other. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I think, he, you know, and I feel Brenda, that your book is going to be the opening for so many. And I think I see you speaking at churches. I see you speaking in front of large audiences. I see you doing a TED talk on this. Yeah. And so I don't know how that's going to look, but you've got the look and you've got the intelligence and you're going to have the book to do it. I want
1: this message out. I believe in it with all my heart. I saw the effects of it in 2020 when we had Mm -hmm. some of the Everybody remembers the racial stuff that happened, right? Not just COVID, but there was all of the racial tension and all of that. Um, And I I had an experience one night that I won't go into all of it right now, but I ended up reaching out to some uh, black colleagues and friends that I had and just saying, I think there's some things that I don't know. And I need you to talk to oh, me God. about what your experiences have been so I can understand. Amen. And so that's that started a really deep dive into the loudest, not a language process that I saw um, so much fruit from.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is, I love that you reaching out. You know, it's kind of like, you know, uh, Unplanned, the movie, right, uh, that came out. and. Uh, which was an incredible true story of this one this young lady that worked at uh Planned Parenthood and left, and then uh talked about it anyways, wrote a book or something I can't remember but it came into a movie, and uh my son in law or my son in love and my daughter got to write the score for that film, which was kind of cool. But oh, what I love about it is how the, there's one scene in there to where the 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 Christians are praying over the body parts. And it was such a moving thing. And I just, I just feel, you know, that, you know, because, you know, you, you come in there and what, you know, we, you know, what would Jesus do? Jesus loves everybody always. And yeah, it grieves his heart and it grieves, but like in that abortion issue, pro-life, you know, the whole deal this year with, you know, the uh, Roe versus Wade overturned. I mean, there was a lot, there was venom spewed on both sides. And I think that doesn't further anybody's cause Mm -hmm. except to get people more trenched in to where their belief is. And obviously, you know, I'm pro-life, you're pro-life. I get that. Most of our listeners are probably pro-life, but who are we to condemn somebody that's not, we can also sit there and say, okay, tell us your background in this, you know? Uh, So I, I think which have a, been
1: some conversations I've had as well. <laughs> I'm
0: sure you have. I have as well, too. And look, it's not easy. It's not easy. Especially, you know, it's just not. And uh so you know, but look, I don't think it's supposed to be easy, Brenda. I think I think we need to have the hard conversations, but I don't think we need to raise our voice. I think we just need to open our heart, raise our heart, yeah, and, and come in there. So uh, yeah. You know, I didn't know we were going this way with this interview today, but
1: kind
0: of <laughs> <Really> fun, yeah. <laughs> hey, the Holy Spirit. So, all right. So, uh, listen, you—you're a powerful, loving, caring, vulnerable woman. I love the way you show up. So, I want our listeners to check out your website. So, tell us where we can find and pre-order this book on Kindle right now, yeah. and then it's going to be on Amazon on July 27. And how can we follow you? Where give us all your handles.
1: Okay, so loudisnotalanguage.com. There's a place right there where you can click and it'll take you to the Amazon page to get the ebook right now or to pre-order now. And then on the 27th, um, the paperback and hardback will be out again on Amazon. Again, you can do it through loudisnotalanguage or you can type it in the search bar on Amazon either way. Um, And then, yeah, if anybody wants to reach out personally, you have any questions or want to talk, Brenda brendaharkins.com.
0: And on your, uh, I think on your, uh, uh, Instagram is Brenda Cox Harkins.
1: Yes. Yes. Brenda Cox Harkins is, uh, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook.
0: Okay. All right. Good. So follow her and listen, get this book. And I think, you know, on Kindle, pre-order this thing on Kindle, which is cool. It's an ebook. Uh, and then, uh, I think it's $7.99. $7.99 for the ebook,
1: $14.99 for the...
0: It's a great price. It's a great price. A lot cheaper than next level life. So <laughs> good. that's good. So I'm so proud of you, Brenda. Thank you so much for being invited. Oh, I almost forgot two questions. Final questions. Number one, what scripture are you sitting on and why and what books that you're reading lately that you'd like to share with our audience?
1: Oh, ah, that's a great question. I love this book so much. That's so funny. It's right here because it's a gift to somebody. <laughs> Bottom of the pool, Andy Andrews. Oh ah, my god, yes this is did. so good. Usually he writes stories, you know. Mm-hmm. That are this is not that. <laughs> uh, it's thinking beyond your boundaries to achieve extraordinary results. It's good. Highly awesome. recommend. Awesome. And what else did you ask me? What
0: scripture are you sitting on?
1: Scripture. Yeah. Oh my god. So um, several. James four one is a big one. Um, can I even remember it? James 4:1 talks about our desires. We don't what causes the conflicts and quarrels among you? Is it not the desires of your heart that wage war inside of you? Mm. And so it talks about the things that cause conflict are those things that come up out of our heart. Wow. And um, that's been something that I've been pondering for a while because for well, for about a week, deeply, because I had always, taught on communication about how um poor communication was the number one cause of conflict and and it was just actually it was reading this bottom of the pool that kind of got me thinking Good. is it really you know i mean like if everybody had perfect communication skills would all conflict go away absolutely not and so james 4 1 was really you know by that I'll yeah. tell you Isaiah 61.4 is my favorite scripture because it talks about how those who have been healed, who've walked through healing, who've gone through the, my shirt, beauty, beauty for ashes. Mm-hmm. Um, the ones who have walked through that are the ones who will rebuild and restore the things that have been torn down. I love
0: that, so. That's beautiful. That's so good. Yeah. I, you know, Wow, that's incredible! So, listen, listeners, if you're watching this on uh, YouTube, get this book. Order this. Loud is not a language. Brenda Harkins, and she is the real deal. And uh, yeah, and this is you know. So, if if you had to say something to somebody about NLE, what would you say? Why Why should somebody do next level experience, Brenda?
1: Because there's a lot of people that know that there's a lot more inside of them than what they're living, and If you want to live that more, that's the fantastic step to take. I beautiful. highly recommend the next level experience.
0: Thank you. Yeah. It's like, you know, life your life might be working, but you know, deep inside, there's something else. There's, there. more, and, there's more. There's more.
1: The know Holy there. Spirit's
0: kind of pressing on you. Say, hey, hey, come on. Yeah. It's your time. And, yeah. you know, and so that's beautiful. All right. Loud is not a language. Author. Superwoman. Wonder Woman. Brenda Ooh. Harkins. Tell Mike we said, hey. God bless you. Thank you. you. Thank you for being on the Next Level Podcast. because Sister, you are next level.
1: (laughs) Thank you for having me. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Next Level Podcast.
0: Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share. For more resources to help you maintain your next level life, join our community at themichaelmcintyre.com.